Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 14 in the book of 1 Timothy. We're going to look at the qualifications for deacons and deaconesses today. We're going to ask the question, are you ready to be a deacon? So it's the second church office that we're talking about. We've gone to some length to talk, uh, actually great length, sorry about that, uh, to talk about overseers, which is another name for pastors, which is another name for uh, teachers and shepherds. That's one office. And then this is the second church office, which is deacons and deaconesses. And I say deaconesses because Phoebe in Romans 16, a parallel passage, uh, is a... Same root word is a diaconess, uh, which is she is referred to as a deaconess. So in in my mind, everything we're going to talk about here today, uh, though in this particular passage is referred to as male, it's a a church office that is occupied both male and female. Okay, so the deacon is going to candidate to serve in some sort of a public church office. So we want him and her to be proved, put to the test, and examined. And the reason is, is that we want to determine the genuineness of her uh, and him as they're being considered for this office. And so we're going to look back. We're going to look backwards. So today we'll look at the different things. We're going to look to their family. We're going to look to their spouse. We're going to look to their words, and then all kinds of things about their character. Here it is. This is from First Timothy chapter three, verses eight through thirteen. Deacons, likewise, must be dignified, not double-tongued, not addicted to too much wine, not greedy for dishonest gain. They must hold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience and let them also be tested first. Then let them serve as deacons if they prove themselves blameless. Their wives must be dignified, not slanderers, but sober-minded, faithful in all things. Let the deacons be the husband of one wife, managing their children and their own households well. For those who serve well as deacons gain a good standing for themselves and also great confidence in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. So just some characteristics here. We're first, when we're determining deacon qualifications, we're going to look to his or her family. That is, can that person manage their children and their household well? Then we're going to look to their marriage. Are they a husband of one uh, one woman? Are they a one-woman man as, it, uh, as it's directly translated? Or I suppose the reverse is for deaconess. Are they a one-man woman? The other thing is we're going to actually look to their spouse. So something that can disqualify a deacon for uh, the office would be to look at their spouse. So here, wives, they should be dignified, not slanderers. So so literally the words of his wife could disqualify him as a uh, deacon candidate. Sober-minded, faithful in all things. So you, we, we want this person to be a believer, obviously, we, and we want them to be reliable in their, uh, in the way they think and in the, w- the way they speak. So, as we look to a, a potential deacon's family, that can help qualify a person, and actually disqualify a person as we look to the character and habits of the the tongue of their spouse, even. So that's kind of fascinating. 
The second thing, the big category, is we look to their words. So we don't want a, a deacon that is double-tongued, that is devious in speech or insincere, uh, kind of two-faced with their words, hypocritical. Um, part of that is holding to the mystery of the faith. So at least part of that is with their with their words. And why is that? Well, the words, we want a person's words to represent him or her fairly. And when words represent him uh, well, the the good part about that is it establish a a trustworthiness. And we need them to be trustworthy because they're sort of in charge of the, the most precious things, which is God's church and the people of his church. All right, so so we want to look to his family, we want to look to his words, and then we want to look to his character. And this is all fleshed out in a whole bunch of different different ways, but not greedy for dishonest gain. So, you know, it's a reasonable thing, it's it's a fair thing to look at a, a, a deacon or deaconess's finances. Uh, here's another one. This is fun, not addicted to too much wine. So in the area of self-control or in the area of... Uh, application of these areas of of liberty, it's this is it's fair game to look at their, you know their the way they handle uh, addiction or uh, use of these areas of liberty. Next thing about that is they must be dignified, serious, worthy worthy of of respect, uh, above reproach. Well, why is that? We talked about that before. Uh, with regards to elders, very similarly, it's a public office. And when one disgraces oneself, um, you also disgrace the one he represents, at least a little bit. I know God is is not ultimately harmed by uh, by by anything that humans can do. And I know he's glorious now and forever and always has been and always will be. But I think you can kind of besmirch his name by, by auguring in as an individual in the church. And I think you can certainly uh, harm the people that are following that person. So it's a public office. People are following that person. People are looking up to them. And uh, they need to have a certain amount of of respectability. So as we look, we kind of go granular here on the person's family, family, their their, uh, spouse, their words, their character. Uh, Why is that? Well, Luke 16.10 says that one who is faithful in a very little, is also faithful in much. So similarly, faithful in a little equals sim, uh, faithful in a lot. And then Acts 20, 28, pay attention to yourselves and to the congregation. There's a call here, is that call to your leaders is, yes, we want a, a person to, to look to the congregation, but how do we do that best? The leaders should be looking to themselves before they're looking to the, to the congregation. So if you have applied for this job as a deacon, uh, it's fair to, to have your money and your kids and your spouse and your your character to be uh, analyzed. It's a call for all believers, both men and women. Are you ready to be a deacon? I think it's a fair uh, a fair ask. And you don't want to be the person that's, that we end up saying, hey, that person's a mess. What about their drinking? What about their finances? So God has an interest in the person that he is indwelling. So let's make him a home worthy. And the church has an interest in the person that is serving and representing her. And let's be that person, uh, or at least potentially be the person that uh, that could represent a church well. So are you ready to be a deacon or a deaconess? Thanks for listening.